Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today, we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 3, Episode 10, titled The Day of Black Sun, Part 1, The Invasion. We made it, everyone. We're finally here. We're finally at the Day of Black Sun. We've been building up to this moment. We've been building up to this arc for, what, like a month now? Ever since the library? Basically, this show has spent a season's worth of content, a season's worth of episodes, going, hey, the eclipse, the eclipse, the eclipse, the eclipse, the eclipse, the invasion, the invasion, the invasion, the invasion, the invasion. We've been talking about it nonstop on this show for the past month. All the little nuggets they dropped of the invasion's getting closer, the eclipse is getting closer. It's some weirdo thing that's going to happen in the far-flung future. Now it is here. Now we have gotten to it. We are beginning to receive the payoff for this massive storyline. And oh my god, what a payoff it is. What a payoff it is. It's phenomenal. I love this episode. This two-part arc, cumulatively, is, and I'm sure you're all sick of hearing me say this by now because I've been saying it a lot over the past week or so, but screw it. It is one of my favorite episodes of this entire show. It is so, so extraordinary. It is a massive turning point for this season. It tells a brilliant, brilliant story that perfectly pays off this full season length plot line over two half seasons but still full season length plot line it is incredibly tense incredibly unnerving to watch a lot of the time because you're just like Ugh! like it under like it pounds into you very very quickly the gravity of this invasion like yeah this is this is it Aang's gonna defeat the Fire Lord by the end of this. We're invading the Fire Nation capital. The entire fate of the world is on the line here. So it's like really unnerving, but also really satisfying. And it continues to be a lot of fun, as Avatar always is. Like, it, it is the perfect example of the brilliant tonal balance of this show in general. And th- this arc... Without spoiling anything for the next episode, it takes risks that 
I think, pay off beautifully. This whole Day of Black Sun arc is phenomenal. I wish it wasn't split up by a weekend, because... Screw you, calendar. (laughs) I would love to watch it one day after the other, but apparently that's not how it works now. Oh my god. This arc is so good. This arc is so freaking good. Okay. Let's start by talking about all the characters that return. Because I've been saying across the entire time, uh, across the entire thing, this character will come back, 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 and they've never come back. Now they have returned. They have made their triumphant returns into this series. The Swamp Benders, Teo and the Mechanist, Haru and Tyro. Of course, Pipsqueak and the Duke, we already knew, was part of this invasion. Uh, Boulder and the Hippo. All the characters that come back for this invasion. It is so nice to see them all again, and it is so satisfying to see them all fighting alongside one another against the Fire Nation to end this war. It's so great. It's so great. Also, I love, uh, I love the inventions that the Mechanist brings with him. Uh, these Earth Kingdom tanks, the water-bending subs. It's all really, really cool. I love the Mechanist. He's a very underrated character. And of course, you have all this invasion prep in the first act of the episode. Which is very, very, very well done. So, of course, Sokka's gotta get up and explain the invasion plan to everybody. He fails miserably. And it's really, really hilarious to see how he fails. Because Sokka's just being all awkward and fumbling with his words. And then he's like, let me just start at the beginning. And then he just recaps everything from the beginning. And he gets to episode 6 by the time Hakoda cuts him off. And then Hakoda gives this really inspiring speech. About the invasion plan. Like, going through every single step of it. Uh, Going through the Great Gates of Azulon. uh, Meeting the land. Taking out the battlements. Taking out the Plaza Tower. Going up the volcano. Securing the palace. So that the Avatar can defeat the Fire Lord. Lays out this eloquent invasion plan. Lays it out in such a compelling way. And then, of course, Sokka's sort of discouraged by this, saying, I blew my big moment. Oh, no. I I blew it. I'm a bad leader. And then Aang's like, yeah, well, look, you didn't fail your big moment. That was just public speaking. No one's good at that. But your your big moment is going to be on the battlefield. And we do see later that... It is, in fact, on the battlefield. Sokka takes charge when Hakoda goes down in a really commanding way and does make his moment. I love it. I really, really love it. And it's amazing. It's truly amazing that in the middle of such a milestone arc, it's amazing that in the middle of something this Huge plot-wise. They are able to sneak in. Such an innocent little character arc. Such a nice 
subdued little character arc that is so enormously relatable. I love it. It's really, really fantastic and really, really well done. And they balance it very well with everything else that is going on in this episode. Uh, and of course, uh, Aang shaves his head for said invasion. Also, I love how they immediately say, yeah, Aang can't go into the Avatar state anymore. The Avatar state is not going to be a factor here. The Avatar state is just gone. And they lay it out so nonchalantly. Like, they're like, yeah, when Azula when Azula struck me with lightning, the, my seventh chakra was blocked, cutting off my cosmic energy, blah, blah, blah. And the Toph's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> like, it's this huge reveal of, yeah, the Avatar State's not going to be a thing here. And then it's just brushed off so quickly, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I kind of love how they reveal that. Now, as we're talking about invasion prep, I feel like this is a quiet enough portion to talk about uh, the Iroh and Zuko subplots. Because both Iroh and Zuko have little nuggets of what's about to happen for them in this episode. Uh, Iroh is talking to that really, really nice lady that's sneaking him extra tea and extra food, and it's really, really... It's really, really heartwarming to see someone be nice to Iroh. And Iroh have the chance to be the kind old man instead of just the recluse. I I always kind of like watching that. My heart gets all warm and fuzzy. And then Iroh's like, hey, why don't you take the day off? You don't look well. Why don't you go home? Away from here. Like, right now. So you're not in the building this afternoon. Not like anything's gonna happen or anything. Just, you know... Leave. Go away. Save yourself. And it's kind of like this great moment of, okay... What is Iroh gonna do? What's gonna happen on the Iroh front... That he is saying to this woman who's been nice to him so long. Go away. Get out. Leave as soon as possible. Because what's about to go down is not for you. And then meanwhile Zuko is moping around. uh, Taking off his royal clothing. Like his little armor and stuff. uh, Writing a note. Delivering it to May. Uh, kneeling down in front of his mother's portrait and gives the line I know I've made some bad choices but today I'm gonna set things right I'm not gonna say anything because it would I would inevitably spoil the next episode accidentally for anyone who hasn't watched this show before, but... (laughs) We are about to get a massive, massive turning point for Zuko. And this episode sets it up in such a magnificent 
and delightfully subtle way. I love everything about it. Every second Zuko's on screen in this episode is the greatest thing ever. It is magnificent. And it's easy to forget how well they set it up when you watch this as Nickelodeon intended, as one massive episode, instead of how it was produced, two separate episodes. It's easy, it's easy to forget how perfectly they set it up, but damn, when you watch this one half on its own, it's like, holy crap. They did that in a remarkably phenomenal way. Everything about this episode is so good. So, you get the great gates of Azulon. You get this moment. And they they start to do the whole mist deal. But then that fails miserably. <laughs> that ends up failing miserably. Because turns out the great gates of Azulon have an alarm system. And immediately catch fire if anyone comes anywhere near them. So that's a thing. And then, like, it's this one moment of just, Oh no, everything's gone to shit! Oh, it's already failed! And then you realize, oh wait, they planned for this exact thing. So they just go below deck and board the submarines and leave. And go under the gates. And it's just like, oh, oh thank god. <laughs> I remember watching that and being like, Oh, God, this is, this is, oh, oh, wait, it's fine. It's, it's totally fine. There's nothing wrong here. <laughs> that was a minor setback, if anything. And then you get in the subs, Sokka and the Mechanist are just praising each other as they always do. I almost made this very R-rated because I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to make this an R-rated podcast, but I almost very quickly did. So, they're traveling along in the subs. Uh, unfortunately, they do have a limited air supply, so they do have to resurface. And Aang is about to leave, and then Aang and Katara have this nice little conversation when they acknowledge, like, everything's gonna change after today. Literally every single thing is going to change after today. It'll be a completely different world. And then Aang kisses Katara... In one of the most satisfying moments of this episode, finally, they make out, and then Aang leaves on his fancy new glider, which, oh my god, I forgot to mention the new glider. The new glider is awesome. The new glider is really cool. I love the new glider. But Aang goes off on his fancy new glider as kind of an advanced team to take on the Fire Lord before... The palace is secure. So now everyone else is sans avatar invading the Fire Nation. And we get this magnificent extended action sequence in the plaza. Which is amazing. You get these Earth Kingdom tanks running amok. The Swamp Benders are just and everything up, the swamp monster comes back after a while and just lays waste to everything. It is awesome. Uh, you get this really incredible action sequence in the subs that is very, very tense. 
And for a moment, I almost thought, like, one-fifth of the invasion force was gonna be gutted. But then Katara saved them. Ugh, it's so good. Ugh, it's so freaking good. It's an amazing, amazing extended action sequence. Really does feel like a war movie. Like, for the first time in Avatar history, I think, this feels less like a personal action fantasy show and more like a flat-out war movie. And it's phenomenal. And they're slowly taking out all these battlements because that's literally their only chance. Uh, Sokka, Katara, and Hakoda take them all out. But in the process, of course, Hakoda goes down. Hakoda gets very badly wounded. And he can no longer lead the invasion force. By the way, oh my god. We have not seen a lot of Hakoda up until this point. We've seen him in like two episodes. Be present for more than two minutes. He's only had two major appearances in this show. And a couple of glorified cameos before that. So we haven't seen much of him. And yet, I am so afraid for his well-being that like I, I genuinely feel all the emotions when he goes down I'm like oh my god no I don't want a coda to go down ah. like I genuinely like my heart genuinely sinks even though comparatively speaking to everyone else here we haven't seen a lot of him it's so good it's so, it's such a great moment when he goes down and Sokka then takes it upon himself to lead the invasion. And he takes charge, he brings everyone into wedge formation, and he guides them all to take the Plaza Tower in a really fantastic way. I love how they literally just drive up barrels of explosives <laughs> to the tower and just blow it up, blow up the walls. So they can just go through. And when they go through, Bato's like, Sokka, we're on our way to victory. <sighs> and then we got our ending. Aang arrives in the Fire Nation capital city to see that, uh, no one's there. No one is there at all. They're all gone. No one's in the city. No one's in the palace. And then he gets to the throne room. And Fire Lord Ozai is gone. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. And I love that final line where Aang just screams, Fire Lord Ozai, where are you? Oh my god. Um, when we get to the second half, oh my god. I gotta shut up. I gotta shut up. I'm gonna spoil the second half of this arc if I don't shut up right now. I'll just end it and say to be continued. Oh my god, it's amazing. This episode's great. The second half is even better. 
Holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm leaving before I spoil something. If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. On Monday, we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 3, Episode 11. Talk to you then.